Joining us now for a detailed analysis on those market moves is Sassfin Wells, Rob Tal. Rob, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Pleasure. Yes, Rob, a tough time for the RAND. Let's just talk about that. Um, you know, yesterday was a very, very, uh, you know, downbeat performance for the currency. Um, How is it faring today and what, what is driving these negative sentiments? Well, I think the jobs data on Friday in America that came out, you know, just showed you that the American market is still really strong and that interest rates might not be uh, coming to an end yet, an increasing of interest rates. And you saw the dollar really strengthen. So it's really a strong dollar that's pushing the rand where it is. Obviously, on our side, we've got the electricity issues as well. And then, you know, later in the month, we've also got the gray listing, uh, which possibly could happen to South Africa, which is around about the 24th of February. So with all of those, uh, or three of those together, you've seen a weakening of the rand 1760s at the moment. Should be helping some of our rand hedges on, our, on the exchange overall relatively negative and it looks like it'll stay weak for some time now and then the jsc not performing any better yesterday was a you know a complete day of red screens and today i'm um, still nothing really happening there uh, rob i'm keen to find out also if you know uh, things like cabinet reshuffles state of the nation address do they drive market sentiments in any way well i think it keeps uh, investors uh, at bay they're waiting for some of the outcomes I think on the U.S. side, we've got uh, President Biden speaking this week, um, their state of the nation. We've also got uh, Jerome Powell speaking this evening. I think the market's looking very closely at that to see you know, how, how hawkish is going to be with U.S. interest rates. And then obviously, we've got our, uh, our Cyril Ramaphosa on Thursday. Market really wanting a, a cabinet reshuffle, but it looks like you know, that's going to be delayed still. Why is it delayed? You know, we want to clean out. We want uh, new people, new blood, new energy into the system. But at the moment, still, we're going to have to delay. So, you know, the market's been very quiet. We've only done about five and a half billion in trade today. Uh, but there are, there's some green on the market. We saw PPC. Um, there's a story on Bloomberg saying that they're looking to sell uh, their Zimbabwean business for $200 million. And we see PPC up 17%. So, you know, there's, uh, you know, some of our smaller industrials have had a good run in the last week or two weeks. We saw Udeco come out with good numbers. Um, and one or two of the smaller industrials also showing still signs of life in the SA economy and then, you know, a good move from PPC today. Let's talk about PPC, um, you know, exiting Zimbabwe, Rob, or selling off that business. From my understanding, that was one of their strong businesses. You know, of course, they had um, currency issues there with the hyperinflation that they see in the country. But the Zimbabwe PPC business was performing better than the South African one. Operationally, it's a good business. And, you know, there's a lot to do in Zimbabwe on a uh, construction level, and there's a lot of growth potential out of that business. But the hyperinflation in Zimbabwe is very difficult to deal with. And they keep having to, you know, they produce profits in Zimbabwe. By the time they bring it uh, back to South Africa and they adjust it for IFRS and accounting standards, they have to show, you know, quite big losses and taking payments. So it's been difficult to manage it on a, manage it on a balance sheet level. Uh, so I think if they did clear that out and they spent uh, uh, more focus on South Africa, it would be good for them overall and get away from some of those high inflation uh, areas such as uh, Angola as well as Zimbabwe. All right, now let's bring it back home with Sassel. Also a mixed bag of numbers there, um, Rob. You know, there could have been some real green shoots there. We could have seen some real positive numbers. But unfortunately, we really are in a terrible macroeconomic environment. Um, and that's really offset some of the good that could have come out of this business. Well, you know, if you take other oil companies, uh, BP just reported record earnings. Shell uh, earlier in the week report, reported record earnings. And Sassel come now, you know, they're not a bad set of earnings on face value, but if you think uh, where everybody else has made their, fun, uh, their money, you know, they're way behind. 
and way below what analysts expected. Obviously, it's not just an oil company anymore. It's also a chemical company. And we saw the chemical business uh, uh, putting pressure on margins there. But really, operationally in South Africa, they took big hits. Mm. Um, so they took uh, Secunda had a uh, uh, big capex spend. They had problems on rail in South Africa. They had problems in mining in South Africa. So that really hampered all of their earnings. And again, you know, a good business, a lot of potential in the business. It's not overpriced on a valuation level. But management just cannot seem to get everything right all at once. Mm. So the market didn't like these set of numbers. I think it opened nearly 10% down to start. It's recovered back a little bit because, as I say, the valuation is not stretched for Sassel. But they just seem to be missing the boat every time. They do have an opportunity. You know, it was the first time in a long time they had no CapEx uh, coming out of uh, Lake Charles in, in, in a chemical business. And that you know didn't really help the business because they had other problems locally. So a disappointing set of numbers from Sassel in total. But it was just a trading update, so let's see uh, later in the month when they come out with their full details, you know, what were the major problems? Are they once-off, and can we see something uh, to recover later in the year? I'm glad you mentioned Lake Charles because, um, you know, it was that project that, that showed at least markets that Sassel can really come back from anything. So I'm keen to find out, um, Rob, if you think that, you know, if with just more um, careful management, they can be able to to conquer the, the macroeconomic headwinds and the infrastructure issues that we do see locally and come out better, maybe in not this year, but in the future? I do think so. I think that, as I said, the valuations are not stretched. They do generate good free cash flow. Uh, there is potential for the business. Uh, they've got a good business uh, overseas uh, in, their, uh, in their gas to liquids business in Qatar. Um, Lake Charles, while they have had a little problems with margins, should be a profitable business going forward. So yes, they can. They do have capex and they do have ESG issues uh, on, on the greening side, and they all might have to build a hydrogen plant or some high capex as well. So I think, sure. you know, there's potential in the business and it's not overvalued. Um, so yes, you know, just better management would lead to an unlock for shareholders. All right, another one, um, Rob. I think we can wrap up with that one. Is Tonga? So they finally have a new CEO. This is a company that currently isn't trading on the JSE, but of course we're all interested in this company because of how important it is to the sugar sector as a whole. Now, Gavin Hudson, when he left, he said, "Look, I did not know the extent of the problems here." But the new guy, Dan Murakane, he does, and so should that better prepare him for the challenges that will come in turning this business around? But it's good to get someone who knows the business very well. Obviously, the business res rescue practitioners that are, are trying to turn it around have got a big say. So, you know, obviously, uh, they have to manage that process and they have to make sure that they can get it out from being suspended. Uh, there's also potential in Tongard, but, you know, they've also got a lot of debt. They have to clear that debt. You know, only once uh, all of their debt has been cleared and you start to see a reduction in debt where people and investors start to look at it again. So still a long road. Um, for Tongard, and I think it's too early to tell whether you know it will get out of uh, out of the doldrums where it is and relisted again. All right, Rob. I think we have a, only a couple of seconds left. What is your stock pick for this afternoon? I think uh, conservatively, British American Tobacco is well priced, giving you really good dividends at the at this stage. I think at these entry points, it's not expensive at all, and it's something you could definitely add into your portfolio. All right. Well, thank you, Rob. Always a pleasure catching up with you and getting your insights. That was Rob Tal from Sassfin Wealth.